Kaizen, a fateful redo, written by Shweta Desai. Chapter 11, The Deal. It was eerily quiet as Lee took her time to think. On one hand, the prospect of becoming a mother to her husband's bastard disgusted her, and on the other hand, she owed it to Nina. The woman had sacrificed herself so that Lee could live, and for someone who loved to deal with black and white problems, this shit was as grey as grey could be. Lee had often wondered where the roots of her research lay, where her purpose stemmed from. Was it from self-inflicted humiliation that struck her with every period? Nope, not knocked up yet. She'd laugh in a self-depreciating way, crying at a biology's failure in the shower, where Andy couldn't hear her. Or was it every time she saw another colleague subtly refuse coffee, the universal "I'm knocked up" sign? No. She realized it was in the slightly forced way that he reminded her to come home on time when she was ovulating. The slightly berudging way that they would make love, the clinical preparation for it and the inevitable failure of it with all the arrival of a period always on time every fucking month like bloody clockwork. His clinical attention to the way he marked her cycle, laid out a variety of fertility inducing foods and vitamins made her feel inadequate. like a student who was incapable of preparing for an exam without parental help inadequate and a failure that's what he and her biology had reduced her to and she hated it the fact that motherhood wasn't working out was in lee's opinion the reason her research worked out her higher purpose was bigger than motherhood for once it was motherhood for all It was somewhere between the forced sex and the tracking of ovulation days that something went off in their relationship. Maybe it was the paranoia that came from being emotionally dyslexic or a lack of actual communication between them. But Andy had become vaguely distant. He was there of course, every evening and morning making her orgasm, being that dutiful husband, but it was forced. It was clinical and most importantly they both knew it was a lost cause. Lee Harry called from across the room and Lee looked at him her eyes conveying what her words couldn't I accept this baby motherhood and yes I accept the deal to carry on research in a reality I accept it all Lee sobbed the pressure getting on to her Oh that's wonderful Harry felt light as a fell another successful transfer a great victory for the greater good How does <laughs> what happens now Harry I can't go pack my bags and come back right. Now that she'd make up her mind, she wanted to move on from this immersive fakery and live her life again. She was really looking forward to being a mother and being able to do her research and experiments without the sword of ethics hanging over her head. Will I be dead to everyone who ever knew in my real life? I don't understand how I can be moved without a plausible end to to my life. Lee's question. It seemed to Harry never seemed to end. Well there are a few options I can talk you through the one with the la- least question asked will probably work out in your favor There was a press release about the whole ordeal with Nina and the world out there is that you are in critical care without wanting to sound unsavory our best option is to declare you dead and get you a clean start in my world that gives you a clean plate unfortunately there will be no goodbyes though Harry couldn't meet Lee's eyes as he walked her through her best way out of a reality. It was never an easy choice. 
goodbye bot questions emotions and answers that usually fell short on the honesty scale i understand rip the bandaid off lee nodded starting her goodbyes in her head and the first people that come to her mind were her parents alan and sue while her research had pushed her away from them she still had called her mother and left her voice messages her mother replied to them and told her that they still loved her there that was their goodbye a newspaper announcement that declared her dead lee's heart ached that she had not been able to give her parents a grandchild another failure she felt very acutely a disappointment she couldn't shake off even with her achievements in science her mother's hopeful voice on the phone and the looks at her midriff when she visited were enough to spike her paranoia and anxiety lee had slowly and steadily pushed her parents away and was now leaving them in a world of pain facing the imminent death announcement of their only child no one else really mattered to lee the resets and the recent passing of jamie even in a simulation had left her so emotionally drained that she had no energy to acknowledge anyone else from her I am okay with the announcement of my passing away. Let's be done now. Lee walked over to where Mia had fallen asleep and decided to immerse herself in this experience as much as she could. A part of Lee refused to believe that this was a simulation. This baby was so perfect. Her eyes, her hands, her smile, everything her baby would have been. Mina, who had barely said anything throughout, sat with her friend in silence, mulling over the consequences of Lee's death announcement. She knew their time was limited and wanted to spend it all with Lee, simulation or not. There was a friendship of a lifetime. Andy, what happened to him? Mina asks, almost an afterthought, a forgotten piece of the puzzle. Andy was arrested the day after and is in prison awaiting judgment. There's more than enough evidence to convict him and Lee's death will seal his fate. He has no idea that his child was saved. from all intents and purpose the baby died with nina harry recited the answer practiced with for this question knowing someone would ask about andy no loose ends he'd been told and he followed orders harry knew his job and where his duties lay shall we lee harry nudged lee who was holding a very content mia in her arms i hope you remember this isn't real and we to stop this to start everything afresh Harry motioned to Lee that it was time for her to step out of the simulation. Lee hesitated, not knowing what to do next. All you have to do is lie down and close your eyes. Listen to my voice as you start walking down your subconscious. Don't rush it. We want to find a door, a most familiar door to you. This will be your safe space, the place between your conscious mind and your subconscious. On the other side of this door is real life, your reality. When you are ready to step into it and I'll be there waiting for you. Lee laid down on the sofa in the room and Harry's voice has lulled her into a light sleep. Taking a walk in her mind for the first time ever. Lee must have walked for a long time. She could hear voices in her mind, wave of memories for long ago, lightly touching her subconscious. Eventually she came to a door that looked exactly like her lab's door at university. She knew she had to open it. This was the way out. She opened the door and smiled. Her safe space.
the lab in her mind was perfect the sun was setting a beautiful orange hue had painted the sky and there was no around she sat on a chair and thought of everything that had happened and the final decision she had made when she walked through the shimmering purple door to her consciousness she anticipated a painful recovery and a whole new world to live in to work in and to have a family in she was excited and petrified all at the same time she walked confidently to the purple door and opened it harry who also had to take a similar walk out of the simulation was also more adept at doing so and immediately found the door to his safe place his childhood home he stayed there for a minute relishing his victory every time he helped someone break the loop and go against fate he felt like he was living his purpose contributing to the greater cause he pushed into subconsciousness and slowly opened his eyes he looked at mason and nodded step 4 has begun as lee was gaining consciousness she felt intense pain the wheel of the simulation was gone and this was the harsh reality intense physical pain and the jarring noise of machines that were keeping her alive lee tried to open her eyes and the harsh hospital lights hurt her eyes and made her groan oh my god harry she's awake sudden unfamiliar voice jumping into action there was a horde of people in the room and while lee's whole body felt like it had been hit by a truck and then jumped on by 10 elephants lee could see the relief on harry's face he was talking to someone who wore a black suit and shiny shoes but lee couldn't focus and lost consciousness again good job harry you have done well now make sure she's fully recovered and into our world She is not to know who I am and we have to make sure she is fully committed to the cause before we give more away. The man in the shiny shoes left and Harry wondered if he had led Lee to the right choice or not. To be continued. <laughs>